Hey friends, I'm Sarah, your Christian forgiveness coach, and you're listening to Forgive Everyone for Everything Every Day Right Away, where I talk about forgiveness, how to do it, and how to overcome all the things that get in the way of it. I'm not a therapist or a counselor. I'm a highly trained, certified life coach, a Christian, and I'm here to share my experiences and wisdom with you, but also grow and evolve along the way. Everything I share comes from love. Thanks for joining me on this journey. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, everyone. This is Sarah, and you're listening to Forgive Everyone for Everything, Every Day, Right Away. This is episode number 17. I can't wait to share it with you. Forgiveness and memories. But first, let's do our forgiveness prayer. Holy Spirit, is there someone we haven't forgiven? Help us to remember that now. And as the Holy Spirit brings that to your mind, go ahead and forgive them right now. Tell them exactly what you forgive them for. Speak the words out loud privately if you can. Pause here if it's going to take some time. And now as you have forgiven, you are forgiven. As you have released them, you are released. We place the cross of Jesus between you and them. Darkness, you no longer have authority to torment us with that. Take a deep breath and let it go. And now speak a blessing over that person. Just bless them. Bless them to hear from God about who they are. Bless them to walk into their destiny and purpose on this earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, I can't wait to tell you guys about my experience that I had this week with my marriage counselor. So I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory and some personal stuff here. Um, So one of the things my husband has often said is that he does not feel loved by me. I love him, of course, very much. But I have a very difficult time expressing it through words. I've been working on this in my forgiveness practice, in my coaching, and in everything. And this week, I was in counseling, and I was describing to my counselor how I would have this, like, idea, this picture in my head of something that I wanted to say or maybe do. Like I had this picture, I wanted to hold him or look him in the eyes and tell him how much I love him, tell him how much I appreciate him. And I have all these big plans in my mind to do it. And I get all pumped up to do it, right? And then when the moment actually comes, I fall flat. It doesn't happen. I literally cannot force myself to do it in the moment. And I couldn't figure out why. Like, was I scared? I didn't really feel scared. I want him to know how I feel. Why was this happening? And to make matters worse, I used to beat myself up about this. I used to get so hard on myself, so disappointed. You can only imagine all the horrible things that would go on in my head with that line of thinking. 
So with the life coaching, I've learned to drop the self-judgment part. And I've started getting really curious about it. Which is what led me to bring it up with my counselor. So when I told him how I couldn't bring myself to do these things that I was coming up with in my mind to do or say, he asked me, where did I feel the aversion to doing it in my body? And it was so fascinating. I couldn't find it like anywhere in my gut or in my chest or in my throat, but I felt it behind my eyes, like in my eyes. It was like, I didn't want to make eye contact. I have this like aversion to eye contact and I didn't want to look at him, uh, at my husband, and I didn't want him to look at me. So it felt like it was all in my eyes, I told him. So then he does this thing where he asks me to close my eyes and try to go back to the very first time that I felt this way in my body. And it took me a while, but I found a memory from when I was about six or seven years old. And I was surrounded by the people that I loved and looked up to. My mom, And my three sisters were there. Now, I didn't grow up with my three sisters. They were older than me from a different marriage, and they lived in another state. But they were visiting my mom and I at the time. We lived in Florida. We lived on the beach. And so I see them. I see my beach house. I see the sand and the ocean out the back screen. And I'm looking at them, but they're not looking back at me. And I was feeling desperate to be seen. I felt very, very alone. And so this is when, this is what my counselor does. He asks me to then be in that memory and now look for Jesus there. Find him. Where is he? What is he doing? So when I do that, I see him. And you know what he's doing? He's standing right in front of me. I can still see the beach behind him. My family is still there doing what they're doing, talking to each other, etc. And you know what Jesus is doing? He's looking right at me, right into my eyes, and he's smiling. He's smiling this beautiful smile that just pours out love and understanding and acceptance into my little heart. And I can't help but smile. And I start smiling in my counseling session, and I start just crying, these tears of joy just streaming down my face. And my brain does this thing with this memory. I can just see it. I can feel it create a positive pathway in my mind about it. 
I'm no longer desperate to be seen. I no longer feel alone. In fact, I feel more loved than I ever have. It was so beautiful. And so I open my eyes in this counseling session and I turn and I look at my husband directly in the eyes. I take his face in my hands and I look in his eyes and I tell him how much I love and appreciate him, how much he means to me, how he makes me laugh, how much I genuinely like him. And it was amazing. So, okay, I have one more example for you from this same session. It's another thing that my husband said was that I was, would always give him like this look of disdain. Now, I'm aware of this look. (laughs) It's the same look that my mom gave me when she disapproved of something I did. I've caught myself in the past doing it with my own daughter, but I was really aware of it. And I was able to like stop myself from doing it. I haven't done it in a long time. But with my husband, it's now almost become like automatic. So again, my counselor asks me to go back to the first time I received this look from my mom. So now this time I had no problem going straight to that memory. Now, usually when he does this in counseling sessions, the memory is from childhood. But for me, for this particular memory, it was when I was 28 years old. I had just gotten married a month prior. Now, my mom and I had always had a very close relationship until I got married. That did something to our relationship. She's no longer alive, so I can't ask her, but I think she felt pain for what she perceived as losing me to a husband. I now had someone else to go to, someone else to depend on, someone else to talk to, and this hurt for her. So back to the memory. It was our first Thanksgiving, and I was standing at the sink peeling potatoes. And boy, was I doing it wrong. She looked at me in such a way that I swear, y'all, I felt wrong. Like, as a human being. Like, I was wrong. Everything about me was wrong. That's how this look felt to me. I remember just walking out of the kitchen and away from the potatoes and I went out to my horses trying to process what had just happened. I was confused and hurt and angry. So now back to my counseling session, he asks me to go back to the moment I first got the look. Now look for Jesus. Where is he and what is he doing? I see him immediately. He is standing right next to me at the sink, pretty much shoulder to shoulder with that same 
beautiful smile, that smile that tells me you are doing it exactly right. You are exactly where you're supposed to be right now. I love you so much. And again, immediately I smile, that joyful smile. And you know what? That memory is now forever changed for me. I forgive my mom and I haven't given my husband the look since then. So have you ever struggled with something and then gone back to a memory like this? Try this. Go back to that first specific memory and look for Jesus there. I promise you he was there. Now I've done it on my own since this session. I've done it on my own now with a few actually really tough memories where I feel like that first initial experience is affecting me now in the present. So I've gone back and I've looked for Jesus there in that memory, that first experience that imprinted something in my mind. And I listened to what he's telling me in that moment. And I am always loved. I am always accepted. I am always right where I'm supposed to be doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, even when it was something I knew was wrong at the time. He's still there loving me through all of it. Wow, so beautiful, right? So when you go back to that memory now, it's the same memory, right? But notice your perception now and how the memory makes you feel now. Now that you see Jesus there with you. That memory of my mom and sisters, that memory of my mom looking at me as I peel potatoes, totally different feeling now. Seriously, friends, this makes me cry happy tears and I feel so loved. It's truly an amazing practice that you can add to your forgiveness work. You can do it anytime, anywhere, with any memory. Let his presence there bring you joy and peace. Merry Christmas, everyone. I love you all so very much. I'm taking next week off, and so I will see you in the new year. Hello, my friends. If you are ready to take the concepts I share and teach to a deeper level in your life and relationships, please join me in my one-on-one coaching program where we will talk about forgiveness and how it applies to whatever is going on in your life. You can schedule a free consult call with me on my website at the christianforgivenesscoach.com. Let's master the art of forgiveness together.